nerd. 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 I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Nerd! Holy crap, are we nerdy? All right, this time on Nerdables, we are talking binge-watching, a Stranger Things actor detained at LAX for cocaine, X-23 film possibly being helmed by Patty Jenkins, and Zachary Levi is Shazam. Shazam! Joining me are Chris and Ethan. Hey. Welcome, guys. Mikey's still in Washington. Mikey's still in Washington. D.C. I guess we have to qualify. He's... He's not in the Great White North. No. He's a... The Great Wooded North. Is he is he making an attempt to be uh, Trump's new Secretary of State? No. <laughs> I, don't no. Think, I don't think Mikey can do anything in politics. No. <laughs> do you think Mikey would want to do anything in politics? That's part of the reason why he can't do anything in politics. And Houston just hit a home run. Yeah. Um. Okay. So the reason I came, wanted to do binge watching because you made a good point, Chris, on Facebook. Well, no, I made a good point a year ago that this guy, uh, actually, I wanted to find that article, uh, that this guy eloquated much better than I did. Because Stranger Things 2, season 2, just dropped this week, and the first thing everybody wants to do is to go out and binge watch every episode. Unless they haven't finished season 1. Unless they haven't finished season 1. Like started. Harsh hadn't started. That's what I was going to say. You haven't watched it yet. That's why when, when you said, like, well, we're going to talk about Stranger Things season one, I was like, why are we going to talk about something that's like 18 months old that two of us haven't even watched? Well, I figured since it, since the new one had, was just dropping on, on Netflix that we could discuss, not necessarily discuss, you know, a review a review of the season, but just talk about, you know, what's happened so far leading up to the new season. Yeah. No, I've watched it the season twice now compared to the... the well, well, apparently I, they get flipped upside down and something happens to Barb. <laughs> so there you go. There, Barb. You're all um, caught up. <clears throat> yeah, but even you watching it twice is just like, you know, again, it, it leads into um, kind of what this guy was talking about. Right. find that article. Well, I wanted to, something like this, I usually want to watch the, you know, the prior season, or at least the last couple episodes before I watch the new season. I deal with Game of Thrones all the time. And yeah, it's kind of yeah, like well, a recap of. Well, as we've and, kind of talked about a couple of weeks ago, I just I find very little value in that. Yeah. In terms of you know, I've already seen this sort of thing. It's got to be something really crazy that I want to redo. Movies, I might you know we did that before The Hobbit. That was a mistake. Um, <laughs> well, the Hobbit was a mistake not to watch Lord of the Rings. We should have taken Lord of the Rings to the movie theater. And went show this. Yeah, instead. just put this up there. Well, it's, and like things like Game of Thrones and Stranger Things, where it takes a year for the new season to come out, I can see doing that just to. Yeah, there's a couple of people that, that I know it. have done that. My my work associate who watched the whole thing yesterday, she's seen season one twice also. It just like I said, personally for me, how far down is this? Good lord! Um, how many people actually talked about my stuff? Uh, for me, just you know, if I've seen something. Before it, it's not. It's rare that I'm like, eh, I'm gonna kind of watch that or run through it. As much as I still remember the last season of Lost, uh, Entertainment Weekly did a guide. It was like the ten episodes you should rewatch before the sixth season. Right. I watched the last episode. I finished that that tenth episode in that like five minutes before the new episode started for season six because it took me so long to get through it because there's some of them just like, eh. 
But see, you also you retain some of that stuff more than more so than I do. I once I've I actually think it. you retain more than me. Well, now, back then, but now, I mean, you you you'll mention stuff, and you know, I've been asking you about the the stories in from a certain point of view. Yeah, as I'm reading them, you're like, oh yeah, well this happened. And I was like. I just read that. And I don't remember that. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Gosh darn it. I'm like that too. Like I'll forget something right after I read it or watch it. Except for Walking Unless Dead. Unless it's older. They, no, I mean, there's it, even stuff from Walking Dead. Well, the thing I'm for like, me, oh, yeah. it, it's, you know, the new stuff isn't really pushing the old stuff out, but the old stuff isn't letting the new stuff in. Because I, I could tell you, <laughs> old old media that I've consumed, I know it back and forth. And... You know, I have new stuff. I'm just like, yeah, I, no, I don't know. I, yeah, who's this guy's name again? What's this person's name again? I'm watching Stranger Things. I couldn't tell you half of their names. Really? Yeah, I'm just like, I know Barb, 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 <laughs> Barb. I know Will because they say his name at least 645 times. Yeah. Well, they're looking for him. So. I couldn't, I couldn't tell, I couldn't tell you his brother's name. Jonathan. No, okay. And well, jo- what's, yeah. What's what's the freaky looking a hole dude? Is that Steve? Yeah. The girl's boyfriend or whatever. The, the classic 80s uh, yeah. antagonist. Um, Does he so drive yeah. a convertible and is like got a Letterman jacket and everything too? Uh, pretty close. He drives a convertible, doesn't he? No, he doesn't. He, he oh, drives, a, he he drives an old other. Volvo or something. Oh, I'm thinking of uh, I'm thinking of Riverdale, which yeah. I watched on Friday. <laughs> Riverdale, I can remember everybody. Uh, just as an aside, the third episode of Riverdale is the stupidest thing I've ever seen on TV, and I love it. <laughs> God. We can go through that for a little while and talk about the, the roller coaster of watching it where I got to the point like, maybe I shouldn't be watching this. Well, okay, and then you... got to the end and went, no, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I would totally you binge was... watch? If, if no. they put out an a eight episode. It's the, the first, uh, well, would I binge watch? Someone? No, I mean, I don't binge watch anything. Yeah. The closest I've come to binge watching in two years. And one of the reasons I want to finish Stranger Things season one and season two is so I can finally watch Voltron season four. Because... Season three is the closest I've come to binge watching in forever. I watched five episodes, and they're only a half hour. I watched five episodes, five five episodes of Voltron in a day. I'd count that as binge watching. Yeah, that's the most I've ever been outside of that for those seasons. I, I never watched more than. I two think a day. anything over a two hour two hour period. I watched would be... three episodes of Stranger Things. The problem was I was on episode two. Yeah. So I've only finished episode five. So I still got three to go. Um, so this is it's a uh, the article that we're talking about is Matt Grossinger of the nerdist and some of the highlights that 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 i put through one of the quotes is more importantly though the joy of a show like excuse me the joy of the show like stranger things should come from communal detective work and no holes barred fan theories the binge release stifles conversation by turning what should be a communal moment into an isolating race to the finish the other quote that i highlighted when i posted this do scientific studies have pointed Though scientific studies have pointed out that binge-watching stymies enjoyment and memory of the experience, it mostly feels intuitive to TV audiences at this point. Half the reason shows like Lost, True Detective, the first season, and Rick and Morty are phenomenons is that they are, is that they are, is that our phenomenons they are, are the phenomenons they are. I'm going to start that all over. I cannot read all of a sudden. (laughs) Though scientific studies have pointed out that binge-watching stymies enjoyment and memory of the experience, it mostly feels intuitive to TV audiences at this point. Half the reason shows like Lost, True Detective, and Rick and Morty are the phenomenons they are is that fans have time to celebrate, theorize about, and grapple with each episode on a weekly basis, creating a much deeper mythology than the shows create for themselves. It's more sustainable and vastly more rewarding for the viewer, end quote. So those are some of the parts that were in uh, this gentleman's article. It was something that, and, and I pointed it out on the Facebook thing, I mentioned this all the way back in Daredevil. 
when we were talking about Daredevil on this show. Right. Where, you know, this was a couple of months after. It was probably May. I think it was just about the season ender of Flash. Remember, the first season of Flash was bookended around that April release of Daredevil two years mm-hmm. ago or three years ago. Two years? Two years ago. Yeah. And one of the things I mentioned at the time was one of the problems that... Not problems. One of the disadvantages to that dump and binge of Daredevil was that was the biggest thing in the world in North American pop culture for a week. Right. And then it was gone. It was a week of everybody's feed was, oh my God, this is so good. Daredevil is awesome. Oh my God, he's so great as Daredevil. I love this person. You know, this guy should win an an Emmy. This guy should win this. Wilson Fix is great. This is the greatest thing for six days and it was gone. Yeah. If you hadn't already had done it, you, like me, just didn't bother. Right. A week in, you're going, well, what's the point now? Because I don't, I'm not going to catch up. Yeah. To where, by the point I catch up, no one's talking about it. The same thing with Stranger Things. One of the reasons I didn't start Stranger Things, you know, I didn't watch it at the time because that was the point where my Roku box and my internet were all screwed up. But once everything was fixed, I didn't go to Stranger Things first because everybody was done with it. Right. So there was nothing for me to come in and go, hey, Stranger Things is great. Yeah, that was six months ago, bro. Like, why are you talking about it? You have to wait until the next... Drop during the, 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 the thing that I said with Daredevil versus the Flash is we talked about Flash for six months. Yeah, we talked about Flash in its first three episodes going, This is so much better than Arrow was when it started, and we really like it. We talked about Flash when it came back after its after the mid season hiatus, where we said it's still running, still great. We love Grant Gustin, we love uh, uh, um, Joe, the guy who plays Joe. I can't uh-huh. remember his name all of a sudden, but I, I adore well, him see- as an actor. And we, we the season ender. And week by week by week by week, we kept talking about how great Flash was. And we spent maybe a half hour, an hour talking about it or what have you. But it was this huge piece of over the course of time. Whereas Daredevil, even with the people that you knew, that you talked about it with, it was over in six days. You don't have the watercolor moments anymore because... Every, you have it for one day after everybody's watched it, men's watched it for that well, that's weekend. The... But the other thing you lose is you lose the cliffhanger. Until oh, yeah. You get no, to the, the, cliffhanger, the, the cliffhanger's worthless. Because, I mean, you, you've seen at least half of Stranger Things. Yeah. And there's a couple of things in there that are cliffhangers it's that if you had to wait at least a week to episode see. Episode 3, which, and we're going to spoiler through the first half of, of Stranger Things 1. Do you care? No. Okay. So you know, so right. when they find when they pull the the body out of the quarry, yes, I let that go for an entire day. Okay. Or not uh, for a couple hours because I watched that was in the middle. I watched three, uh, three, four, and five. Okay. But I watched three in the morning, and that's probably one one of the problems I have with Stranger Things is I can't watch it during the day because you can't see anything. Yeah. Uh, well, so, that's what Beth Beth started watching it outside yesterday. Yeah. And worthless. You couldn't see for like she was yeah. into the first like sports is pretty much the only thing. Sports or animation is the only thing I watch during the day in my room because yeah, the, it's right up against the window. She anyway. got through the cold opening and went, I can't see this. Yeah, we got to see go anything. Um, but I let that sit with me for a while to try and figure out what was going on, and then I watched four and five that night. Yeah, even four, I put an hour between the two. I went to watch like uh, NHL highlights or whatever because I wanted to see. Four kind of stuck with me for a while. Four is the the body. Yes, and is where kind of a lot of this stuff starts to turn. Um, That's also the creepiness of it is you really start learning good. about the yeah. upside down there too. Like watching watching the second episode, the 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 phone really like creeps me out, and, and the little piece and the thing for the wall. Yeah, the faces or whatever the thing. 
and you just let that stick with you for a while versus, oh, I just want to know what that is and keep going. Um, you know, I, and, and what one of the things he mentions in this article about that binge watching also is now in an age of sharing before everyone's seen it, you don't want to do that. You don't want to spoil for anybody. You've just had this wonderful experience. Right. You can't share it anymore. Right. Because you're expecting, again, like, you've seen Stranger Things too. I'm sure you want to talk about it. I Actually, I haven't yet. Oh, you haven't watched I thought you already watched season two. No. Okay. Well, there we go. But if you had watched it, you still wouldn't be able to share it anywhere in this room. Right. Like, you, you've had it with anywhere. You call me and go, oh, you're texting me. You're going, dude. Yeah. I'm like, I haven't watched it yet. Well, we well dude, what are, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. And so... It's easier when it's just an out. Rebels, we've been able to do that because I can watch Rebels. I can usually easily watch Rebels within 24 hours of it coming out. Right. When it drops, you know, it, it comes out on Monday. But you're also talking Saturday about one morning. episode. That's what I'm saying. What he's talking about in the article is that when you have this huge thing, not everybody has the same time frame that they're able to do it. When right. you f- flew through four seasons, five seasons of Breaking Bad to catch up, mm-hmm. and you're just like, why isn't everybody doing this? Well, at the time, you weren't working. Right. And you were watching it overnight until four o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I can't do that. I have yeah. a job. You know, so there was no way. Basically, I, I if I wasn't sleeping, I was exactly. watching it. If you weren't it. sleeping, you were watching it. And you were able to watch it without, you know, the concerns of you have the rest of the people in your household who also want to consume entertainment while you're awake during the day. They want to watch something else on TV. You're not watching it. Right. You didn't have that when you're watching it overnight. I don't have that because I can't stay up overnight. If I could have stayed up overnight, I could have totally watched all this. Yeah. But I fell asleep watching the second episode of Stranger Things. There's a little bit of a difference. I mean, Stranger Things has gotten to the point now where it's – well, Breaking Bad was a little bit different because it was coming up on the series finale. But I'm just saying – The point of it was – And I didn't want it spoiled. Right. But the point of it was not all of us have the same things. Sure. Can all of us find an hour to watch something once a week? Usually, yes. Yeah. You know, there's always constraints or whatever. But for the most part, mm-hmm. I'm able to consume Rebels in an acceptable, quote-unquote, amount of time that you and I can discuss it within a day. Right. I don't have the time this week to finish Stranger Things 1 and 2 and get ready for Halloween's Comic Fest yeah. and do my regular job and watch the first two games of the World Series and figure out why the Las, the, the Las Vegas Golden Knights are insane Watch my team, my Avalanche team, give up a touchdown to those Vegas Golden. I mean, there's a lot of other things that and I'm doing football, within a they week. Watch football, also. Yeah, if you want to watch football or what have you, mm-hmm. there's a lot of that. That, but see, even something like Walking Dead and Game of Thrones, these are episodic shows that are once you know you are once a week. Mm-hmm. If HBO dropped all of Game of Thrones in one shot and every Betty Bench watched it, I don't think it would have the lasting appeal. Well, again, this this. Uh, the writer, the, the author of this article mentions Game of Thrones a number of times in saying that Game of Thrones destroys Stranger Things as a pop culture phenomenon because you consume it over the course of a couple of months. Right. And even then, you have six episodes. Yeah. Seven, eight episodes, whatever a season can be for HBO. But every week at the end, what does everybody talk about for a week? What happens in the next episode? Mm-hmm. What happened in the last episode? What happens in the next? Here, you're barely through the end of Stranger Things for season two and going, okay, it's, it's, it's out of my consciousness now because now I know I'm not going to see three for a year. Right. You won't be talking about – see, um, Amazon for the Grand Tour, mm-hmm. which is basically – Amazon and Hulu But Amazon and does CBS it with the Grand Tour they, where they do it once a week. Yeah. 
Whereas with the man in the high castle, they do a complete drop. Just a bit, it depends. In that case, it's producer type of stuff, right? I think for the grand tour, which is off of um, uh, what's the name of the show? Top Gear. Top Gear. Is they just kept the same format? Yes. That week to week to week to week. But I wish they would do that, or at least do. We've talked about this before. You know, you do. I wish maybe Sebastian two was here episodes. because Sebastian is the one that that. And Sebastian's point is, you can't go backwards. And I disagree with him that you can go backwards. You can give you can give them what they want. You can have a weekly. We're talking. We've talked about this with CBS All Access is giving Star Trek Discovery week to week. Yeah. And they basically told everybody if you wait ten weeks, you have ten episodes that you can watch all at once. Right. And not enough people are watching it. That's going to ruin it for you. But you can still binge watch. You just have to wait until the other people are done. But it's it's a sense of keeping up with with going on. I, the stuff that I want to work through. It's just easier to kind of go through what I actually. Whereas my friend Jared, who I've known since kindergarten, um, I said that, you know, he feels that this is one of Netflix's biggest messteps. Uh, he says, so many good shows would only benefit more from weekly premiere format. CBS was very aware of this, and that's why Star Trek Discovery presents on a weekly basis. And I said, it said something akin uh, to this all the way back when Daredevil was released. DD was the biggest story in pop culture for a week. Meanwhile, the CW mined six months of The Flash is really good as episode after episode continued to impress. By the end of April, no one was talking about Daredevil and its greatness. The mass consciousness moved on to the next thing. It's a symptom of the culture that has exploded over the last five years. You and I have talked about this a lot. We've talked about it on the show. We can't enjoy anything anymore because we already know what's next, and we expect that to be better than what we already have. Marvel is the worst at this offense, by the way. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was still two weeks away from being op- from opening when it was leaked by Disney employee Jimmy Kimball, that James Gunn was already writing the third film, more than 10 days away from the sequel's premiere, and the story in the cast consciousness was, can't wait to see what's in store for the third film. One of the enjoyable aspects of classic geek culture was the slow burn of so much media. You had to wait and digest what you had been given to you. And since quality mass media was so lacking in terms of sci-fi and fantasy, you savored those special moments for years and highly anticipated the next one. Now there's two geek movies a year that top $1 billion, and 60 studios are desperately fighting for the next one. I put in, and I've been slowly watching Star Trek season, or Star Trek, <laughs> I've just put ST in here, watching Stranger Things season one. I've not watched more than two episodes back to back. Episode four stuck with me the entire day after I watched it. It made me crave episode five because of the fact that I wasn't home to watch it. It seems rare. Um... And then, as Jared said, during an entire season, uh, dumping entire season denies the property one of the most important victories. People talking about it for months instead of days. Imagine if HBO dumped the entire last season of, of Game of Thrones; it would wreck it. So the memory issue that the author talks about when you binge watch, as Jared says, "quote I've been on fourteen hour flights where I've burned through six movies in flight and actually forget what I've watched after landing because it just becomes a." That's blur. the other yeah. problem with binge watching. You're doing it so fast, you don't have time. To really absorb what you've watched. Well, also, like the matter of discussing it with people kind of helped you remember everything yeah. too. Well, you also you, you you get new perspectives and stuff like that. I watched Game of Thrones season one here, and again, yeah. probably the closest I came to binge watching while you I was watching the house while you were um, uh, on vacation, you and your family. I watched the first season. What's the first season? Six episodes? Seven episodes? No, I, I think, think it's ten. Is it's it 10? ten? Yeah, okay, yeah. So it's about ten hours worth of stuff. A little over ten hours, maybe right, right around ten hours, because one's shorter, one's longer. Mm-hmm. So I watched that in six days. Yeah. you know, two a day or what have you. Even then, I, I, I still can't tell you half the names that are in it. Right. Because I was going through it so fast, and I enjoyed it. I'm not saying it was terrible, mm-hmm. but, and I'm not saying that you know any of these things that I'm not. That's the other problem when you don't consume something immediately. You know, with Stranger Things, when I said two or three months ago that I hadn't seen it, we're like. 
oh, you think it's terrible? You think it's dumb? I'm like, no, I just haven't seen it. Right. I just have a lot of other stuff that's all, you know, there's there's so much media out there that's so good. But see, even something like Rebels, where you get one a week, there's times where before... Or two a week for the last couple of weeks yeah. in this case. But there, but there's times where I'll go back and not necessarily rewatch the whole episode, but go over moments that have mm-hmm. happened before I watch the next one. That season... Was it the season two primer or season three? What was the first one with Darth Vader? Was it season two? That special in between? The, that was Siege of Lothal. That was yeah. That was uh, end of season one. That was like yeah. A so special. season one. Yeah, it was a special between. It's like a bridge. I watched that twice before season yeah. two started because it was so fantastic. I've seen a couple of episodes of Rebels where I'll watch it within twice within a week because yeah. and and for me a big part of that is because I'm so interested in the Star Wars universe as a whole. It's something. But I I've done that with Game of to, Thrones and some of the other shows. Yeah. Where there's so, you know, like, especially with Game of Thrones where there's something major that happens. Yeah. You know, I'll go back and rewatch it. And it's the same thing, like, you know, I go, I'll go see a movie twice within, you know, its release because... Especially if something like Suicide Squad, it sucks. <laughs> because, well, not that, but, you know... Because know movies the movies first are time, different. I but, saw I saw Winter Soldier twice within 48 hours. I saw Rogue One twice within 24 hours. Right. But but it's, just, it's almost the same thing with the show because you... You first take in what happened the first time. You're not really absorbing it, you know? And then the second time you watch it, you really get to start to absorb things that you missed the first time. Like, I realized the second time of watching Stranger Things that Will tells you right away what's going to happen to him at the the D&D game. Oh, yeah. And... She, and then Eleven tells you about the upside well, part down. Well, part, part of the things is is my experience is different also because I kind of know what's going on. Sure. And so, yeah, the D&D game to me is completely different than someone who goes into it completely blank that first time that it comes out. Right. You know, it's like going to see a movie where you know kind of what's... Going to see Winter Soldier when you know the comic books and you know Bucky is the Winter Soldier versus someone who goes in blind and takes the mask off like, oh, it's that guy. Yeah. Whereas Zol is like, yeah, we know that's coming. Yeah, extremist. Ex- the train yeah, the extremist was the same thing. Iron Man three, you're like, I already know what this is, and then right. they tell you anyway, right in the beginning, like, oh come on, you ruined it for the people that don't know. Anyone who hasn't read Warren Ellis' Extremist could have had a lot of fun with this, but yeah, it, it, there's there's a value in rewatching. I think binge watching doesn't uh, lend itself to rewatching for a lot of people too, because they feel like they got everything in a very boom, 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 very quick sort of. Yeah. Uh, you download that information so quickly and you feel like you've gotten everything. I, I don't find a lot of people that binge watch that actually go through well, a second time. It also like depends Daredevil on what it, what it is. I mean, obviously, it's something you really Marvel like. I don't think like a series that I've been binge watched before. Well, I've it, watched it again. I think some of that's also it, it's a thing of time. The, like, you know, the hour and a half discussion we had about Rich's viewing habits yeah. is, you know, the, the value of your time now versus using to, to find new experiences or new entertainment rather than continuing to ex- you know consume the same entertainment over and over again. Well, that's the other problem is there's so much television. Yeah. Up but it was, it's it always had this joke um, when um, Marvel first started reprinting the old eighties GI Joe series. Yeah. And so you'd get that, that nice big thick, you know, collection. I've read the first 50 issues of GI Joe. I've probably read each issue at least 50 times. Yeah. You know, because I used to just read it over and over and over again. I know those by heart. I would get that. I'd have this stack of new books. I'd have a new trade. And oh, I just got home from the comic shop. And I've got, got like $50 worth of comics and this trade. Immediately just read G.I. Joe. Yeah. Because it's comfort food and stuff like that. But there's, there's a lot of time between that versus 
doing Daredevil, which you did see just two years ago, and putting in the eight hours or whatever, or ten hours it's going to take for you to get through that again, is it something with... I've told myself for years to go back and watch Lost, yeah. my favorite TV series of all time. Outside of select episodes, I've never watched it the second time. The like, whole, I've the seen it, yeah, the whole thing. Um, well, I've watched like, certain episodes here and there, but it's just like, where am I going to put the time to rewatch six seasons of 20-plus episodes right. of Lost? I've wanted to do it forever. I've talked about doing it as, you know, almost like a, a, a blog or a vlog or something where every episode at the end, knowing what I know now towards the end, like, what does this episode mean? What does this, you know, that sort of sure. thing. But even then, it's just like, I don't know where I would actually get through that. Even something like Breaking Bad that I've always meant to watch. Right. I haven't even signed up for HBO Now or whatever it is, or HBO Go, whatever the one is, like the, the independent one, because I know I don't have time to watch the four things on HBO that I want to Game of Thrones, The Wire. Westworld. Uh, Westworld and, um, and uh, The Sopranos. Yeah. The four things that I'd really like to watch on it, but... My Netflix queue is still ginormously huge in series or whatever. I haven't even finished most of the Marvel stuff. Right. And I really want to watch the Marvel stuff. But again, not being able to sit down and go, okay, I'm just going to sit here for six, seven hours and watch all this. But there's a lot of novels and stuff like that that you do that too with. That I mean, there's things that I've I, reread I find a few it, times. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, I've read Jurassic Park six times. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've read I've read uh, the complete you know Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. There's like six books there. Yeah, there, there's there's stuff that's there. Uh, one of my associates at work he rereads he rereads Harry Potter every year. Yeah, I was like that's a that's a lot to reread in a year. But that's kind of what he's at. I mean, now I can't even get through Phasma, much less reread <laughs> stuff. Um, but no, I've I've had stuff that I've I've reread. Uh, there's a small stack that's on the dresser, off the bed, of Stephen Hunter's books that I wanted to read, including Dirty White Boys. I'm like, I'm dying to reread that book. Yeah. I read that book, oh, Lord, that's got to be almost 20 years ago. Maybe even more than 20 years but ago. But it's the same thing. It's like binge-watching or, or, you know, or not necessarily binge-watching or, or with TV, I can I but... can, if I'm reading, I'm really into, like, I read Thrawn in like two days. Yeah. I read the second half of Thrawn almost nonstop. Speaking of which... I was thinking about our discussion about Kanan and Ezra at the end of Rebel season. This is called a total total. This is a total tangent. Did you um, watching Ezra? <laughs> I well no it, well that that fan theory that Ezra's in Rogue One is kind of cool because the the ma- the mm-hmm. Spiker Scout mask. But I have a feeling that at the end of Rebels, Ezra and Kanan and maybe Sabine. Chase Thrawn to the wild space. Well, they're not chasing Thrawn. Thrawn doesn't enter the wild space. His adjunct does. Yes, but he's already sent the adjunct before Rebels. Mm. Because remember, he just becomes Grand I still, Admiral. I, I'm before. still with Ezra and and Kane and disappear. Sabine Sabine ends up back on Mandalore, and Hera stays with the Rebels. Sure, or or even Sabine can stay with the Rebels. But I have a feeling that Ezra and and Kanan. Because uh, yeah, Thrawnus has been such a non-factor in the first two episodes of this, though you, you haven't even seen him. Yeah, well, well, the first four episodes, but the first two nights of it, well, he he's shows not up even at the end of barely. Yeah, which a lot of people had trouble with. Had a lot of issue with the Death Troopers in this last set. Of, uh, well, much like having Bosk speak basic, it's the same thing. It's it's. Oh no, they just because they were they weren't much better off than being a normal stormtrooper. Yeah, they were a little bit better, but not you much. had them speaking English, which yeah. is odd. 
Well, versus you, the other but thing. if you heard him the first when they first speak, yeah, it's the. But you need it you, just like with Bosk. You have to have him. You have to have them convey. The character is set up to convey information. Yes. And rather than using subtitles in a kids' TV series, quote unquote kids' TV series, uh, they just have them speak basic. Well, that's why so Mommy, many huts. That word. That's why so many huts in Clone Wars spoke basic. Yeah. Spoke the weird, yeah, Southern New Orleans. Well, you you had you had him, but <laughs> Zilo was just like what? Yeah, Zilo, but but then you get to the hut didn't, council. Didn't, didn't Jabba speak basic in no, the movie? Jabba was the only one that never spoke basic. Okay, but they that. used because See, he there had, you go. I didn't binge watch it, so I don't remember. They had a they had a protocol droid there to do the translating there. for him. Anyway, so anyways, yeah. So Ben's, I I'm really curious to know how many people that binge watch that that's the only way they want to watch tv or the majority it feels like it does feel like that i mean sebastian has said it and i'm not saying he's wrong that people who've kind of become not necessarily addicted but are used to this pattern yeah they're not willing to go to the other pattern it becomes frustrating but they do they still watch because sebastian watches game of thrones Sebastian Sebastian isn't addicted to binge watching though. Sebastian is is he's he Sebastian's old enough that he's grown up with the weekly model just right. like you and I did. It's I'm watching kids that are in my store, associates in my store who are in their their you know early 20s if not younger. Yeah. You know, these are college age kids, 18 to 22. Right. All they want is not you know, not weekly and you see the CW stuff has fallen off their radar. Game of Thrones is still there. Game of Thrones is this cultural phenomenon that transcends all of this. And I think it'd be interesting to have them stop and really look at the way that they react to something like Stranger Things. Yeah. Or the way they react to popcorn being chewed into the microphone while I we're know, trying right? to record. <laughs> it's not like he hadn't eaten either. I know. I was like, okay. Um, versus the way that they consume a Marvel TV series or they consume... Uh, uh, Stranger Things or something like that. I want to ask uh, Ryan, who's one of our customers, who loves Game of Thrones, one of his favorite shows of all time, and he destroyed Stranger Things before he left for Stanley's Comic Con this morning. He's already done with it. Yeah. And which one of those experiences, which are vastly different, if you really stop and think about it, which one of those is more enjoyable to you? Mm-hmm. Is it you? you're pissed off at waiting every week for Game of Thrones? Or uh, do you get at the end of it and realize... I rather would have seen Stranger Things on a week-to-week and been able to enjoy it with my friends rather than the fact that none of the people that he went to Stanley's Comic-Con this today with, I think, had seen it. Right. Had seen the whole thing. So and he's see- got to go. And, and it's, you have this huge convention here in L.A., huge-ish convention, you know, cosplayers. And, <laughs> it's, if it's cosplayers and Hot Topic, it's there. Um, that's there today, and you can't talk about the biggest thing because the majority of them were there last night. Right. And during the, they haven't finished it. Yeah. They literally do not have the physical time to go to Kamikaze, Dan Stanley's Comic Con, whatever the hell you want to call it, last night until six o'clock, go out and have dinner, go party or whatever, and then consume eight hours of Stranger Things ten. and then go on ten hours of Stranger Things. This, this, yeah, season's, ten episodes, this season's longer. So ten episodes of Stranger Things and get to the show at a reasonable time this morning. Oh yeah. To be able to do it. It's just insane. No, and and as somebody that's done both, because um, Daredevil one, Daredevil two, Jessica Jones, I oh, think I Luke Cage. Oh, I binge watched all those. You know, no, actually Luke Cage, I didn't. 
I, I, I binged them. I, you know, and Luke Cage, I finished, I think, was within a week. Beth and I would like, we'd watch two episodes a night. Yeah, I think Luke Cage was the first one where I was surprised you didn't finish it because of the way you treated Daredevil. And I actually Jones enjoyed it more. Season two, yeah. Because, you know, even even doing two a night and finishing it in a week was when more enjoyable. When you try to slam through something sometimes, too, you get sick of it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an odd thing because, you know, in terms of long runs of comics or or novels or something and I think as you're you're more invested in how the medium moves in your mind for those I can read a novel the whole time and not be sick of it sure whereas I find myself watching outside of you know something that's banal or comic I can watch the first 10 se- I could probably watch the first 10 seasons of the Simpsons non-stop and I'd be perfectly fine yeah but you've probably seen those a few times oh yeah no I've seen them all yeah a, ma- a million times but what I'm saying is that type of thing doesn't get annoying getting through like three or four episodes, even something like stranger things of the intensity of it to a, to, to a certain degree, the creepiness of it is sort of like, okay, I don't, I don't want to watch another hour of this right now. Right. I want to go do something else. I you don't have time off. to retain it. That's how it's not even retain anything. It's just like, I don't continue. I don't want to keep continuing this, this type of, I don't want to, this creepy horror mm-hmm. fun, whatever it is. Not to say that it's bad. Not to say that it's it's fantastic one way or the other. It's just something where I'm at. I need something else. Yeah. On Thursday, I watched three episodes of Stranger Things. I read four trades. Yeah. I watched Riverdale at the end of the night. I read two of the stories in from a certain point of view. And I did three loads of laundry, <laughs> made breakfast, went to lunch, helped with dinner. So like I did a bunch of different stuff and on Thursday. And this is Christmas like, Thursday. Well, that, but that's what I mean. But no. the thing was, instead of sitting down and doing five hours or six hours of Stranger Things, what I craved was doing all these different things. I got to the end of that first episode that I watched during the day, and I have four independent trades that were next to it. I had Frostbite, uh, Old Guard, God Country, and something else from it, which I can't remember anymore, that I've been trying to get to for a while. And I was like, I'm just going to start slamming through these. And they're different enough that you know went through and, and, and killed them. Old Guard is so good. Oh, I love Greg Griffin. But also, like... Uh... I think with the content of the show, sometimes you need breaks in between. Like yeah. with Breaking Bad, I loved every episode, and then there's points where I was like, oh, "I want to, I want to watch the next episode." But I was like, "But the last few episodes I watched were so depressing or so oh. emotionally like taking." If Walking, you. if Walking Dead dumped at once, that show would no longer be in existence, right? No, because I don't think you could have watched last season as a single dump. I'm looking at all those episodes that are still stuck on my DVR, going. I really don't want to go through this because I don't I don't want to watch epi- hour after hour after hour after yeah. hour after hour of just pure depression. Oh no! It's a, with Breaking porn. Bad, I watched a, the full season of the the season that Jesse's girlfriend dies, mm-hmm. and it was fourteen episodes. By the time I got done with it, I was paranoid. Every time I heard noise, like I heard well, sirens. Yeah, but you were also taking meth at the time. <laughs> I heard sirens. I thought no. you know, but and here's the thing. And I, I, and I, that was something unique because I was so far behind in that one, and I didn't want the the last eight spoiled. I watched the last. I caught up in time to watch the last eight on a weekly basis as they came mm-hmm. out, and I enjoyed those so much more yeah. because I got to to actually absorb them and retain them. When you're binging like this, you don't have that time to absorb. Or retain it because you're immediately on to the next one. And then when you're done, it's like, whew, I got through it. Wait. Oh, that was really good. Like I'm even even though 
I've seen Stranger Th- the first season of Stranger Things twice now, and I I did I binged it yesterday with Beth because she wanted to get caught up so we could watch season two together. When I'm wa- when I'm sitting here now, I'm like, wow, those last couple episodes were so good. I really I, I almost want to go back and watch them again because to just enjoy them. But I in watching it the second time, I enjoyed it more because I actually got to you know I absorbed a little bit more because I'd seen it already. Yeah. You know, and when you, obviously, like we've said before, when you see things twice, you you, you absorb more. Well, it's also the thing. It's again, as he mentions in the article, it's now become a race to finish it. It's like, oh, I want to finish this. It's the it's the I first need to get syndrome. to the end of it. Yeah. Well, it's not even the first syndrome. It's just like, well, all my friends are going to finish this by the weekend, so I got to finish it by the weekend. Yeah. Well, well that's the thing that. is now, the the whole thing about some of watching some like an episode and talking about it at work, rather than oh, everybody's going to watch the whole season over the weekend, and I want to be able to discuss it with people. So I have to watch it all in the in the weekend instead of, you know, just watching an episode and talking about the last episode. Right. We, that's why you know, you lose that water quote unquote water cooler moment. When no, you, it's still it, there. I'm thinking, but now, but it's, now just it's just like, just like I have to finish. That's the thought process. Is I don't want anything spoiled. But so the, I have water to cool, the, whole the water cool the water cooler moment instead of lasting throughout a season or or, or yeah. several months is now the for the whatever time you're spending at that watercolor, you know, instead of an episode, it's a season. It's the, you know, Oh, this is what happened. And then there's nothing for a year. This is what Chris was just talking about with with Stranger Things two will be, will dominate your Facebook, Twitter, Instagram feed for the next three, four days, Mm -hmm. two weeks from now, it won't even be there. No. And then you'll have uh, Punisher and, yeah, you'll have Punisher or you'll have Thor for a weekend. And this this kind of mentality has moved into movies, as I said, like, you know, the, oh, yeah. the Galaxy thing and whatever. I mean, you have Thor that opens on Friday and everyone's already like, well, yeah, but what, what about Avengers? Yeah. What about the next Avengers movie? What is What, what, what are we doing with that? Speaking of which, I just saw tonight. Thor? No, 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 Avengers. Where's the Avengers movie? During the World Series, they showed a uh, TV spot for Star Wars already. I'm like, really? Two months? We're two months out. I can't have this every... Every time I've got sports on, that there's Star Wars. I, as, there's a there's a Star Wars movie. Marketing. I know it's marketing, but come on, it's you're they, talking. Disney does not care about you. They want to sell tickets. <laughs> I don't think they have any trouble. <laughs> I mean, everything's pretty much sold out. So. Um, so we've been talking a lot about Stranger Things. So yesterday, when Stranger Things dropped. One so of their and then my popcorn chewing, huh? One yeah, of that their, has something to do with the show. One of I their just, actors, ow, 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 for no reason. Yeah, one of their actors was detained at LAX for possession of cocaine. Good for him. Do you, can you guess which actor it was? And no, it's not Eleven. Granted that I haven't seen Stranger Things at all, I don't know. But you got another. I mean, you've been to Comic Con. You've seen the character of Eleven there, haven't you? Yeah, I know Everybody walking character. around with I the know egos. Do you, think, yeah. do you think he remembers anything from Comic Con? <laughs> um, Hell, I was on Coke during Comic Con. <laughs> so Charlie Heat. I was on Coke today because I, I had like oh, I had like forty of those little Smarties things. <laughs> That's like crack. It's just you know, yeah. It's, they take the powder and then they put it into that little Smarties thing. Legal crack. I'm pretty sure I was coming down on it when I was driving home because I was all ticked <laughs> up. So Charlie Heaton. Uh, was detained yesterday at LAX after a trace amount of cocaine was found in his luggage. Um, Charlie Heaton is the older brother, Jonathan, on Stranger Things. Didn't he admit that he was that he had taken it? Yeah. Which does he not look like River Phoenix to you, Chris? 
You've, you've, seen, you've seen some of the show? He looks weird. We'll give him that. They, he they looks cast, a lot They like... cast the good person for me, the creeper. Oh, yeah. He, I told Beth, I said, he, he needs to play a serial killer in some movie. But... May not even be in a movie. <laughs> yeah, so... He may he... just play the, the cocainely high serial killer <laughs> in real life. So yesterday, apparently, Stranger Things had their highs and their lows. That's the only reason you put that story <laughs> into the... I was only like, why are we talking about this? this I just wanted to get that just in there. I just wanted to get that in there. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's kind of an odd timing, you know. Very odd timing. And they're still doing press for it, so it'd be interesting to see. This was part of the press trunk. It was like, yeah. okay, you are going to have a little bit of cocaine in your luggage, and you are going to go to LAX. We're flying you just on vacation. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just now. I just thought it was a it was kind of an odd time an odd timing thing, you know. Is that why uh, Netflix is raising their rates to pay well, uh, no, to pay for his cocaine yeah. habit? We know at least that actor can remember his lines. <laughs> wow! Apparently See, that he joke, that joke's better. Apparently he didn't get all of his lines down because no, he, he they found a trace amount. Well, that's why it's a trace amount. <laughs> it's still there. Um, you find out that the stranger thing is the hole that develops between your septum. <laughs> he was in the upside down. <laughs> he probably did it upside down. <laughs> Ghost that'd be, of the brain. That'd faster. be weird. <laughs> Ghost of the brain. Like faster. hanging down and just pouring, like like a pixie stick, just pouring it up your nose. <laughs> oh man. Ghost of the brain. Faster. By the way, don't snort pixie sticks. No, I've done that before. It hurts. It hurts really <laughs> so bad. Nerdable, nerdable's disclaimer <laughs> for you small children at home. Kids. <laughs> I don't think do we, anything that we talk about on this show. I think we just found our title. Don't sniff pixie sticks. <laughs> There's a reason why nobody listens to our show. Like, I don't know what these titles mean. <laughs> I thought they were going to talk about Stranger Things, but now they're talking about pixie sticks. Um, so There's got to be pixie sticks in there, right? Everybody here saw Logan. Everybody liked Logan. No, I haven't seen that one. Shut up. I know you've seen it. You've seen it. I, was, I was with you when no, you saw it one time. He binge-watched Logan, and now he can't remember it. Um, so Laura, X-23, is going to get her own movie. They, they have approved the discussion to start production on yes. the X-23 movie. So nothing's been started on it yet. It's just literally like, hey, this is a great idea. Let's go ahead and get it, get the ball rolling. I don't know if it's a great idea. It's an idea. I think it'd be great. With the same actress? Yes. Who said maybe five minutes worth of dialogue? Yes. See. See. Because if you think about it, an actress that can have that great of a performance and not say anything. She was a kid. I mean, she didn't have to do much. All of her flights was like the one that's been very kind. Maybe sometimes you should not talk about it. There's a reason why they dubbed a lot of those people. When they started having talkies, they're like, oh, no. Like the joke with the Charlie no, Chaplin. No. Oh, why don't we do the silent films now? This is not a good look for me. I didn't know you could do that oh, voice. Oh, I could do it. I could do a lot of different voices. <laughs> they can do these ways the wrong time. <laughs> uh, what do you think about Patty Jenkins directing it? I think the fact that anything that now stars a female is going to have Patty Jenkins is going to direct it, right? Cause that's the only, she's the only yeah she's the only female <laughs> director in Hollywood right she's the only one yeah okay so do you think this would be an A Force film or is no. it going to just be an X twenty I see well the I, problem is is that story's over yes and she's still I mean like I, if if okay if you're gonna use her it has to be a sequel 
Yes. So you're going to use her a little bit older. You're going to use her with this group of, you know, little mutants that went on to, right. to Maybe Canada. Not. What if they do it as its own standalone thing? If you, like, then you got to recast. it. Not attach it to Logan or anything. Well, then why, then why do it? I mean, if you're going to do it, you'd attach it to Logan because you're going to use her. So if you do it and you... Okay, great. They made it to Canada. Oh, guess what? They're still being hunted. It's sort of like, well, what the heck is the end of Logan then? Right. Like, that's, that's the, the problem with this kind of entertainment. The problem with comic book entertainment is there's no ending. No. Why no, do I Logan's... like Dark Knight Rises? Because Dark Knight Rises has an ending. It gives Batman an ending. Yeah. It's like, okay, we don't that have to keep going. Thing. Logan is Logan's story's ending. But Logan sacrifices start... himself to save these children. Yes, and now and this so... is the start of Laura's story. Okay, okay so but what if would Laura's you... endangered, then Logan didn't do anything. And the, the, the entire film is worthless. It's 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 Coulson's death in Avengers. As soon as he shows up in Shield, after they cut his skull open to look like something out of a cartoon and put little electrodes, it went and he comes back. That that moment is is like, what's the point of this? There's no point for that moment to be there. In this this, we have to do more. We have to do more. We have to do more. Come on, we gotta get more. Let's just do the next thing. You keep going. Those stories that are earlier don't mean anything anymore. The end of Logan doesn't mean anything. It's like, oh, great, Logan died. For what? It doesn't Nothing. also necessarily say, hey, we're going to do it where they're still being hunted. Like I well, said, what else are you well, going to okay, do? What would you do? Right, if know. you're writing the story, I'm, then what would you do? Well, that's the, the benefit of not being the person writing the story. I don't know. But, I mean, you can come up with <laughs> X-23 things. sits at a counter. <laughs> Has you lunch. Know? X-23 goes, goes to middle school. Yeah. <laughs> you know? X-23 learns about universal health care. <laughs> I mean... A uh, boot... A boot? Uh, no, I don't. I don't say this. A boot? This no makes sense. Uh, as much as as I like, uh, as much as I like X twenty three as a character, I don't see, especially when you're putting it in that time where it is within the the X Men universe. You can't, because it's not like you can say, okay, we're going to use her, and then we're going to do an X Force film and put her in X Force. You would have to first of all, you'd have to use an older. Well, it depends on what Laura, you want to do with X Force, right? So you you'd have if you, if you wanted X uh, X twenty three in in X Force let's say you'd have to use an older actress and first of all you're gonna have this kid be the lead granted, lead of your of your film to you so you're asking this film is probably four or five years out ah uh, it's not that I wouldn't say that long it's barely being discussed right now well if the they're gonna use Patty they Jenkins it is right, because she's already working on Wonder Woman too. There's already like, oh, okay, well, we have to write a script. The script has to get approved. It has to get green light. Then let's do pre production. Well, especially production. they're going to have let's you write the script. <laughs> that's take no, but that's the thing. Because first they have to send them to screenwriting school. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's almost, so, okay. it's almost a year talking, since Logan's been out. She's, what, 11? No, nope, she's <laughs> 10 now. Well, no, I mean the actress. She the was, actress? She's 11, yeah, right? No, she's, she's probably turning 11, yes. Okay. So let's say Somewhere between four 10 and years 11. out. Before this movie even okay, comes she's to fourteen, morning. maybe fifteen. Okay, she'll be older by then. She'll look older <laughs> well, by she then. Will. Yeah, she will. Okay, this has been Captain Obvious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, no, you I can't. You I'm not. I'm not. Just say, like, I'm not oh, talking about happen tomorrow. Therefore, no. they can't use her, or they can't do. No, a no, no, no. That's not. We didn't her. say anything about you can't use her. If you use her, it's going to be an extension of the story that you started. But why? Life. Why does it have to be? Why would you use the same actress then? Because then you're telling your audience, okay, Logan exists with the same exact actress. Now, all this new stuff, totally different. Mm-hmm. Completely different universe. First off, 
X, uh, Fox hasn't breaking their their X Men universe. Their X Men universe still counts, except for the Brett Ratner film, which they kick out. Yes, which so, but even even uh, they're even it's a saying sort of that thing. no, they're even saying that the Gifted and uh, Legion are part. Yeah, of Yeah, we won't go that far. But if their movie universe is tied, then they're not going to use the same actress in order to to do this. When they thought they were going to reboot it, they weren't going to use anybody that they used in the original. They weren't going to use uh, 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 Patrick Stewart or anybody like that. They use all those characters because this is this cohesive, somewhat cohesive, attempting to be cohesive universe. If you're going to use the same actress, you're going to use the same story. So if they cast X-23 as here's the X-23 story and it's somebody else, now you get into the territory that DC's talking about where that Joker is different than this Joker because uh-huh. this Joker is in a different film. And then Shazam's over here. It's maybe a part of DC, but probably isn't. We're going to do two Batman films, one with Ben Affleck, who's in the DC universe. We're going to do another Batman film with Zac Efron, and it's going to be some super universe where he matters. <laughs> and everybody likes One Direction. You're confusing your audience. When you're telling your audience this is all one connected story to some degree, and you take the same actor and the same actress, or you put them in that next story, it's the same thing. And there's there's not enough creativity in somebody who's an executive in Hollywood to think they're going to get away with using that actress four years from now and tell everybody, but it's not the same story. Yeah, this is why Marvel spends so much time making a no, I get it. making a timeline and making sure that they stay within that timeline. I get it. I feel like there would be something different to be done. I don't see how for a different story. The only reason I would fight for her to be it is because I just thought she did such a great job. No, she's fine as it. It's just and she's they'll make it. It'll be the sequel, and I'm sure it'll be a fine film. I don't like the idea because I don't see a story in which, unless you said it way in the future, and she's too young to play that first person anyway, Mm. then Mm -hmm. that story to me negates the end of Logan. The power of the end of Logan is that he sacrifices himself so these kids can get to safety. If you're telling me that within six months they're under attack by another group, Logan's sacrifice is worthless. Yeah. You might as well have just let them die right there because it's just going to keep happening and happening. And again, it's the nature of comics. It's the nature of comic book films. We're never going to get to the point where the Avengers are like, we win! And nothing else happens. The world gets to keep going and nobody comes and invades or anything like that. I get that too. But it's just, if you're, you know, opinionated show, my opinion is there's just no there's no reason for me to have an X-23 just, movie except for the bottom line. And that's what they're going to do. So we're going to get an X-23 movie and Rich is going to love it. He's like, everything I said, I take it back. This is the greatest movie I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> I she just, got to use the F word a couple times in I Spanish. Just can't She's imagine. like, LFU. Uh, and then she like killed someone and she like locked her claws out I just can't imagine them using this actress at whatever age she is when they make the movie as the lead she she was good in that role don't get me wrong no they'll they'll totally use her I mean why wouldn't you I mean it it really is like why wouldn't you use her at that point again unless you want to set it 20 years in the future from the end of Logan then you obviously need somebody different sure but they're going to bank on her being. She was a superstar after that. I mean, it's like, oh my god, she's so great, she's amazing things. You're still talking of putting. I mean, look at what happened after you had. Remember when uh, you had Mad Max? And everyone's like, every movie that Tom Hardy's in, he has to have something in front of his face. 
Because that's the only time he's ever successful. He does that stupid spy movie with Chris Pine where they're both after Reese Witherspoon. Nobody saw it. Yeah. They put a, put a thing in front of his face and have a talk like this. And everyone goes to see it. As long as but Tom Revenant, Hardy can't he breathe. Have, Revenant, he didn't have anything in his face. And people wouldn't saw that. But yeah, well, the Revenant, he had his completely, his face was completely different. See? And yes, he did have something in front of his face. He had a beard. See? It's, so weird. Have, it's not like a okay. master respirator. For the first 10 minutes of that movie, you can't tell it's Tom Hardy. You can't tell it's Tom Hardy in any film. <laughs> that was the genius of The Revenant. I, I couldn't tell. I thought, And actually why I thought that he deserved the Oscar more than, than, uh, than Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio got raped by a bear for real. Yeah. They told that bear, they're like, get in there and you rape him. You absolutely destroy his ghouly hole right now. His ghouly <laughs> hole. And he's like, oh! Chris is giving me so many titles today. His ghoulie hole. The pixie stick in your ghoulie hole. <laughs> Don't snort a pixie stick in your ghoulie hole. Ghoulie hole. Um, so you already you already mentioned Zachary Levi as Shazam. Shazam! He said Zach Efron's going to be Batman. <laughs> now I want, somebody now I want that movie. They're now. going, ooh, we need that. <laughs> He's the next Batman. Zach Efron and The Rock reteam after Baywatch to make Batman. <laughs> Batman Watch. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> the Rock plays Robin. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> you switch the roles. <laughs> the Rock is just a giant human being, and he's Robin and Batman. Like, Zach Efron, like, dude, seriously, like in the classic. But you got to like do the Bart Ward. You got to do the Bart Ward. <laughs> gee, golly, gee, Batman. <laughs> I could totally see the Rock being down to do that. <laughs> Boy, wonder you are ginormous. <laughs> The size of your arms. I can't even get a full tape measure around them. <laughs> Holy gigantic biceps, Batman. I'm going to go punch this guy in the face. No, Robin, don't do that. You're going to kill him. <laughs> um, Gee, Batman, I punched Two-Face and now he's not breathing. <laughs> punched Two-Face and now he's One-Face. <sighs> so DC went in a totally Two different faces. direction <laughs> than we thought they one would. Face, my Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Also, my Bruce Wayne face. So I have two faces. So you're two face. I'm two in one face. Think about it. I'm gonna go work out. Um. So we 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 talked about Shazam a few Shazam a few episodes ago. Shazam is probably the stupidest thing I've ever heard them do because they wasted every opportunity to make something good by just using The Rock and Justice League as Black Adam as the villain. Yes. Whatever rights issues they had, you're Warner Brothers, you have a lot of cash, only Disney has more cash than you. I mean, they might have three times as much cash as you, but they only one that has more cash than you. And you could have just, we're, this is what we're doing, we're taking The Rock, we're taking a bona fide superstar, we're going to put him in a film with Bat- Ben Affleck who's a bona fide superstar, Gail Gadot who's becoming a bona fide superstar, a bunch of people nobody cares about. <laughs> He's the bad guy because he can beat Superman. Superman, hey, I come back to life. Oh, he's dead again. That would have been the movie to do. But instead, you're like, oh, no, let's get the band Steppenwolf to play in the opener and then go from there. <laughs> the band Steppenwolf? That's, that's the secret of that film. Why did you think that film was going to be four and a half hours long when Zack Snyder was going to do it? And now it's under two hours. Joss Whedon's like, no, no, no. Just get the band. So the Justice League shows up. And just, oh, no, we can't face this sonic fight. And then Superman shows up and punches the guitar. <laughs> you still don't understand, do you? I do. Okay. Um, 
If Steppenwolf with the band is not in that film, though, <laughs> no. at least the song from Steppenwolf. Well, Steppenwolf. That should, should be, be his the theme they, song. They just, that's the house band for the just to the hall. <laughs> you know, like, hey, Steppenwolf, what's up, guys? Can you play that one song that everybody knows Steppenwolf for? Does anybody? I don't even know what Steppenwolf has. Now I'm going to look up song titles for Steppenwolf. Um, so Keep you cared you you cared very little about Shazam before Shazam. Now they put Zachary Levi in it as Shazam. Yeah, because he needs money to run his comic-con party <laughs> who you completely despise because of his comic-con I don't know about look i don't despise him as much as i just feel like the people who are like oh i like Zachary Levi. i want to give him money so he can have a party what do you get out of it nothing i get he gets to have a party and then i i'm sitting i'm sitting at home but instead it, of his body of work as an actor doesn't bother you does it i don't think i've seen anything he's in yes you have what thor too that doesn't count. He's in that for four <laughs> seconds. That's what everyone's like, oh, I guess he's not playing Fandral again. It's like he barely played Fandral before. Yeah. He's in that movie for all of 35 seconds total. Yeah. You see him at the beginning and that's it. He doesn't do anything else. No, I know. The Brothers Three don't do anything. Uh, Hogan has more of a role because at the end of the, oh no, something has come through to yeah. destroy my planet. As everyone's like going, when Malekith's little, you know, hey, let's make a Tesseract thing sort of work. And they're flying all over the place. You're like, okay. Uh, I love that now Steppenwolf DC is the first thing under Steppenwolf and Google, <laughs> and then the Rock Band is second. Um, oh, it's Born to be Wild. Okay, yeah. There you go. Magic Carpet Ride. Oh, Magic Carpet Ride's got to be in it. You know. <laughs> I'm telling you. You know you are going to see Aquaman rocking out to Magic Carpet Ride. He's <laughs> going to be driving on the Batman. Going, dee, 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 dee. There we go. Um. <laughs> I can no, I can, no, I can, I can totally see, see scene. Jason Momoa. I just see him headbanging to it. Um, so with Zachary Levi cast as Shazam, you've never watched worry. Chuck? No, really? No. Don't, the only connection I have to Chuck is the fact that Stacy had all of every every Chuck comic that was ever made, and by like not she had one of each Chuck comic that was ever made. I think she literally bought every physical <laughs> copy of Chuck. That existed. She brought in so when she brought to sell in her collection, she had so much Chuck. She so was like, "Oh, I Chuck. did it as a favor or something." And I was like, "No, you didn't, because you have all of it. Everything that's ever printed is well, here." She's personally funded that entire comic book. She personally funded the Comic Con party. Um, <laughs> I uh, hang out with David Tennant. Give me money. You never watched Tangled? No. Not even here. No. Wow, that's. As much as it was on when Arabelle was little. No. Nope. But that's just his voice, so. Um, I'm sure he's a fine human being who bilks people out of money so they can go party at Comic-Con. <laughs> I don't know. I mean... He'll be it's, fine. It's, but it's, it's, a, it's a DC film. You don't care about the, most of the DC films. <laughs> he's not going to be Shazam, Shazam. He's just going to be Billy Batson. <laughs> well, even... <laughs> well, he can't... <laughs> he really? That's just like, I wonder, I wonder where they're doing... When they're like... Exactly was, wait, is he playing Billy... Yeah, I was trying well, yeah, to he like, just stands next to the rock and he, there you but the rock's <laughs> not but the rock's not in it. I know. No, because they, they said that the, the yeah. rock wouldn't be in the Shazam film. Which is another stupid idea. The rock is like, in Shazam. Oh he's no he's not. He is? He's not. Okay. So we're gonna take him out of Justice League. I really and Shazam. whoever is works DC's, you know, hey, we're gonna post this or whatever, their press releases yeah. needs to be fired. Because <laughs> he's just sitting in a meeting. And, okay, do we think The Rock's going to be in Shazam? He may not be. Rock, not in Shazam. Enter. <laughs> All over the internet. <laughs> and then halfway through the meeting, hey, you know what? The Rock might be in. You know what? The Rock's going to be in Shazam. 
Rock back <laughs> into Shazam. There we go. Well, it's like he's a stenographer. Just keeps pressing enter, and it puts yeah. onto the freaking internet. You know over what? And we changed our mind again. We're just gonna hold him until the Black Adam movie. Well, no, it's it's almost like well, okay, who would we put in there? Do we put the Rock as you know Black Adam in there? No. But okay. if you don't and have Black like, Adam, just as who the heck is the villain in a Shazam film? <laughs> I don't know. That's what I was trying to figure Mr. out. Mr. Mind. That's the only other thing you can use. So it's gonna be Zachary Levi versus a caterpillar. <laughs> Both of them have to be CGI. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Talking Caterpillar, by the way? Do you think, though, I mean, well, I guess they are going to get to that point. He's going to get so ripped, though. It's going to be crazy. He's got to go on the superhero diet. Well, they'll have to get the guy from Stranger Things to start giving him steroids. Like, he's got a ferry it to him. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to get through LAX with drugs, so... Well, cocaine and steroids. <laughs> yeah. Beef him up quick. Well, that's what, like, they, they're looking at the cocaine, and they miss the fact that his carry-on is just filled with hypodermic needles. <laughs> The cream and the clear. That, that was, you know, he had just enough to, to get him detained, but not enough to... It was really... enough so that somebody else could pick up the the carry-on bag and bring it to Zachary Levi. Like, here's the cream, here's the clear. <laughs> Thunk, stick this in your ass. Not pixie sticks, but hypodermic needles. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's one of those things where I don't know if I care. And I, I, I don't mind Zachary Levi as much as, I mean... I don't have a problem. Some with people him. are just like, oh my God, Zachary Levi's playing. And I'm like, I don't know anyone who's still excited by Zachary Levi. See, I think he's. It's not, it's not like saying The Rock's going to play back Black Adam, which I was excited by because as soon as they said The Rock's going to be involved in the Shazam movie, I'm like, he's Black Adam. Yeah. No, he's going to play He's going to play Shazam. No, he's not. He's going to play Black. Look at him. He is Black Adam. Oh, yeah. Take his hair, put a little point in the front. Well, he has no hair, but yeah. That's what I mean. Like, <laughs> just put a black. Little hair piece get on it, him. Then, get, go get oh. that as seen on TV hairspray that Ethan's going to be using soon. The little fibers that he put in. <laughs> the little spray paint. <laughs> and it make the, yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't care enough about the DC films. I, I will probably see Justice League in the theater, but. I, didn't, I told myself I was going to be like Mikey. Justice League's going to be the last movie. I know him with Wonder Woman was going to be the last movie for him on the deciding factor on whether or not to continue watching He liked movies. Wonder Woman. It was. He has well, no. Yeah, no, I know. I liked Wonder Woman. I don't know about the movie. <laughs> no, that what I'm saying is, you know, if it's Justice all the League other DC a, films, he has problems with. If, he's, if it's a terrible movie, then I'm done with DC movies. Yeah, it's Wonder Woman's only film. one. I've only seen that one time. Yeah, so it's because it doesn't suck. I've, but I, I've <laughs> yeah. seen. You've seen Suicide Squad like three or four times. Oh yeah, I can't get enough of the Suicide Squad. Widely held by people who even like DC films is not a good film. There is one weird guy in the Speakeasy Network that thinks Suicide Squad is the best DC film. Like you are out of your mind. The best DC film? Yeah, is he, he says it's the it's by far the best DC film. It's be- better than Wonder Woman and better than Batman vs Superman. I was gonna say before was it before or after Wonder Woman? No, is it now? So I've Suicide seen, Squad ba- is I've seen Batman vs Superman twice because I saw the extended. I'm sorry one. for you. That's uh, the uh, I have some weird curiosity to see it at some point, but again. I can't get through Stranger Things, and I need time to watch Riverdale, so I'm not doing it. <laughs> the extended version of the of dumbest Star- of... episode I've ever seen on TV. The... <laughs> it's just, fantastic. I just, the only thing it's I can think so of fantastic. is the girls are so hot on that show that you must that must be the attraction. That's for you. not the that's part of the attraction, but it's not just that. It's this. Oh, it's so dumb. It's like you're watching it and you can't believe this is on TV and people are enjoying it. And then you go, I'm enjoying this for the fact that I know other people are enjoying this. And it's so dumb. And I got about halfway through it. And I'm going, because it's that type of show. There's shows that are bad. And you're just like, I'm not watching this because it's bad. 
It's just a bad show. Sorry, it's a bad show. Right. Then you have shows that are so ludicrously bad that you have to watch them because they're entertaining and how ludicrously dumb and stupid and bad they are. Not in terms of quality. It's a quality-run show in terms of it's shot well and everything, whatever, and everybody dresses nice. It, that's where the Riverdale's at. You're like, it's so ludicrously bad. You keep moving that line <laughs> where it's like <laughs> ludicrously bad plus and there's no real redeeming value to it. Sure. And that's about where I was about halfway through. And I'm just watching this episode. I'm going, oh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. This is, this is pretty. This is pretty painful. This is pretty. But then it got to the end, and I'm like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen on TV. And it goes past that ludicrously bad plus to ridiculously ludicrously bad. Like it's it's like pushing the star destroyer or the, the whatever the thing is in spaceballs, where they're just like ludicrous yeah. speed. Yeah, that's where it's at. It's bad at ludicrous speed to the point where you can't help but think. This is th- there's genius in this somewhere. It's like watching Teletubbies. You're watching Teletubbies as an adult, not high, and watching it going. There's something here because this this shouldn't exist. Right. This sh- this isn't, and yet you can't stop going la la. You just can't do it. And la, you're watching Poe just jump around, and the baby's face is the sun. Yeah. For some reason, and then the first episode I saw was this young African American British girl washing dishes twice. <laughs> she washes them. And she's like, oh, and you saw how you get to wash your dishes. And you got the, and she, it's just plastic dishes in the sink. And then after they go back to, to Teletubby land or whatever, the, the screen shows up on one of the fat dude's stomachs. And they show the same girl washing dishes again. Not she's doing <laughs> the another. same dishes? The same dishes. It's the same exact shot. It's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, the, genius of, the, the genius of that show is there's only four minutes of footage. They just reshow it over and over sure. again. It's like, it's like Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder takes... Two hours of footage and stretches it into four and a half because everything's done at one tenth speed. Right. But Riverdale, oh, Riverdale was so good. You get to the end, you're like, that's that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Well, real quick with Zack Snyder, the, you're making the, the extended version of Batman versus Superman explains it a little bit better. It's kind of like it's not an, I don't think if, the people that said it explains it better never actually say it explains it better in a way that makes it a good film. Oh, no, no, it doesn't. It just explains a bad film. Yes. And I was like, that's still a bad film, yes. but it's better. But it's what, better at being bad? Because, like, I don't... So you're using more time in the extended division edition to explain... What were you confused at before? Mm-hmm. Yes. He's Superman, he's Batman, <laughs> and they're fighting each other, right? Not really brain science, is it? It's, it's, See, uh, there's brain, brain science... <laughs> I guess back to a real early episode of Nerdables. Um, no, it's like Sucker Punch. The the oh. extended one that you know explains it so much better than the way it ended in the movie theater. But as you always say, then it should have been, it in, the been in the movie theater in the first place. The direct if, if the director's cut is the only way you can understand the film, then the director's cut should have been the first cut. Yes, and it's a cop out where they're like, "Well, uh, they didn't allow Zack Snyder to have the director's cut." No, they didn't allow Zack Snyder to have the director's cut to put it in there because it's still a dumb film. Yes. You want, a, you want a movie that's only saving grace is how hot the chicks are. <laughs> so I want to end something because we forgot, I forgot to add this into the opening. But I want to end it because you Riverdale. made me think about it. At, no, when we were talking about Zack Snyder. Julio? No. Dora the Explorer produced the Explorer. by Michael Bay. Yeah, but that's, College Humor did that two years ago. I know. That's where that shot's from. And so it's been – the Dora the Exploder yes. line was a weekend update. Yes, thing. it was. Where they, you know, in, in in the Middle East, it's Dora the Exploder, and they have her with a, a suicide vest on. Right. And so it's been like this joke for the longest time. And they're like, yeah, Michael Bay is producing it, and it's like this is going to be the greatest film ever. 
I think it's just, oh my gosh, you want to talk about a train wreck? Dora the Explorer produced Swipers by Swipers not swiping anymore. <laughs> Can they get Ariel Winter back as Dora? Oh, oh my goodness. God. <laughs> is it, um, who did get as Diego? <laughs> Diego Luna? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I don't even have to change my first name. <laughs> there you go, it's perfect. He's on the set, it's like, wow, he's a great actor. He's answering to his name. <laughs> Man, he's really method. Yeah. Now, Diego, what? <laughs> what can I help you with? Do you CGI boots or do you put a real monkey in boots? Do you CGI a real monkey? I want a real monkey on you set. You CGI in boots. real boots nobody on uses, a monkey. Nobody uses real stuff anymore. Nobody uses practical effects anymore. And Swiper, I want somebody in swiper, a swiper. in a fox costume. Swiper, swiper. No, they need to skin a fox and wear the skin. Either that or get the guys that did. Uh, does Swiper? Does Swiper have lines? Yes. What does the fox say? Oh, man. I knew you were going to do that. Because I was just going to say, they need to get the guys. See, that's the genius. Ah. I can beat you all to it. God, I was setting it up, and you just... Nope, I took it because I'm better at it. You swiped it. Yep, and I'm better at it. Oh. Swiper, uh, no swiping. What's the... Isn't isn't there another, like, January weird Michael Bay film... To, like last year was the the Benghazi one. Yeah, it was like some weird action film. Some like Michael Bay produced huge budget action film released on like January seventeenth. Yeah. This year it's something with um, is it Chris Hemsworth? Megan Fox. No, it, it's, Hemsworth has a uh, has a military movie coming out. Yeah, I think that's the January one. It's mm-hmm. it's it's like the the cavalry soldiers in Afghanistan or something. Yeah, yeah. And is like, that a Bay film? I I think it's a Bay produced film. Thor in World War II? No, it's not World War II. You know, there was silence after that one, right? Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> um, you know, when you play Michael Bay, he's not even one of the first ones to come up. Michael Bay isn't the first person to come up when you put in Michael Bay? Yeah, he doesn't even come up. So confused. <laughs> They've right? taken him off IMDb. They're like, we're tired of your crap. <laughs> um, Horse Soldiers. Soldier on. Yeah, I'm trying to think what that is. Just put in put in Chris Hemsworth. I think it's Hemsworth. Because um, I don't think it's Pine. It's one of it's one of the fifteen Chris's that work in Hollywood that are ripped. See, do you know he produces Last Ship. Yeah, yeah, he's got Door, Door the Explorer, executive producer, in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Door the Explorer two years before it comes out. <laughs> Guys, we're gonna do a movie called Dora. The Explorer. Does anybody know Dora the Explorer is anymore? Yeah, Any kids still watch Dora the Explorer? She's still on the air. She's like older now. But... So the per he, in production <laughs> like right old... now. In right in production right now. He played is... by the same person. <laughs> <laughs> Did they, or was she recast? <laughs> well, it was like what a couple years ago they changed her from being like a toddler. To I was like... just going back to the Dora the Explorer is X twenty three. So right now, in production, he has The Purge and Transformers 8. That's what it says. 8? Yeah, it says Transformers 8. The last one was 5, wasn't it? Yes. That's how much crack he's been smoking. It says, in production, Transformers 8, executive producer. Did he just skip two of them? I don't know. Because the the next one is Bumblebee with John Cena. (laughs) I still want want to see him fit in the Volkswagen. I 
That's like the one, like, I might go back and see that because I just want to see John they Cena. Fit, and they fit him in the Volkswagen, and the horn, when he honks the horn, is his theme song. <laughs> yeah, I think that was the two things. It's like, I'll go see that movie. Then. He's producing a Ghost Recon movie. Oh, no, I gotta, I gotta, Zombies versus robots. <laughs> Aren't 55 people in Hollywood working on that? You like The Walking Dead, right? And what else is big? Oh, droids. Let's do that. Zombies versus robots. Zombies uh, versus robots is... is Probably based on the Ashley Wood. The uh, birds. Why are they making? How many, is he not working on something? Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan. They're gonna try that again. Isn't that a TV series on something? I yeah. think it might be. Yeah, it's on Amazon. I think. Yeah, one of those. It's also those in, tra- in 2019 Transformers Seven. So seven and eight. <laughs> So are they treating Bumblebee as six? No, because Bumblebee. Well, it says Bumblebee in here by itself. It doesn't have a Transformers number with it. We're six. I have no idea. <laughs> it's got to be the Bumblebee movie. <laughs> I guess it isn't Chris Hemsworth. So I don't know. Untitled Star Trek sequel. George Kirk. Okay. Um, is it? Is it uh, twelve strong? It's twelve. It's twelve strong. So twelve strong. Twelve strong is the story of the first special forces team deployed in Afghanistan after nine eleven under the leadership of a new captain. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, There's a time salvager. 2018. Not Michael Bay, though. Where's the release date? When did the release date on AMBV? Oh, in theaters, January 19th. Is that Michael Bay? Uh, Just in time from MLK Day. The director, Nikolai Fuglusig. Fug, Fuglusig. Do I have to censor that? Fuglu, Fuglus, F-U-G-L-S-I-G. Well, that's not American. Uh, okay, who's producing That ain't it? American. Jerry Bruckheimer. That's what okay. it was. It was Bruckheimer. It's the other one. <laughs> well, the guy who basically gave Michael Bay his career. Yeah. Okay. Man, you go back and watch Bad Boys and it's just tame. Well, like, you go oh, back yeah, and watch uh, Armageddon, it's pretty tame compared Armageddon. to some of them. All right, so on that note, we're going to wrap things up after we finally got figured out what Michael Bay's career is going to be like for the next few years. And the fact that he's not doing that weird January action movie release. <laughs> yeah. Because you bury movies in January. It's just oh, yeah. like, you spent a lot of Do money. Do you remember there's a Resident Evil that came out last January? I don't remember last January. <laughs> Except there was the, that Benghazi movie that I didn't see. But I thought, I was like, I kind of want to go see a movie. Oh, I'll go see that Benghazi movie. I still need to see The Foreigner. Dang that. I, I still need mm. to see that. Okay, so we're going to wrap things up, so make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter, at Nerdables Show. How long is the show? Like four hours? One hour and 13 minutes. That's it? Wow, yeah. It feels longer than and that. And we're also on Instagram as Let's Nerdables. Let's start talking about what Rich watches over and over it's like, again. It's like a Michael Bay movie. It's like we binge watch through this. I still think we need to do the movie of uh, Michael Bay, uh, Zack Snyder, and... Uh, um, Michael Bay, Zack Snyder, and John Woo fire yeah. a rocket launcher, and it's two hours and 65 minutes. <laughs> It's literally the so rocket. Three hours and five minutes. The rocket. No, it's just the rocket moving <laughs> from one to the side, and it's over four. As hours. doves fly past it. Two so hour, two hours and sixty-five minutes. This is so for Chris and Ethan. I'm already saying we'll talk to you next week. Cry. When doves.